Today is Friday, November 22nd, 2019. On this day in 1718, the infamous pirate Blackbeard was killed off the coast of North Carolina. Though he was wanted for many crimes, he was set to be pardoned by King George I. The Virginian sailors sent to kill Blackbeard were thus acting on illegal orders from Governor Alexander Spotswood. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the famous Battle of Ocracoke Island that finally brought down Edward Teach, also known as Blackbeard. Let's go back to the morning of November 22nd, 1718, when Teach was waking up from a night of partying. Edward arose from his bunk, his back cracking as he rolled his shoulders forward. He stumbled slightly as he made his way across his cabin. Perhaps too much rum last night. Oh well, only thing for it was to have a little more. After having another cup, he dressed in his usual frightening manner. Long coat, bracer with no fewer than three pistols, tricorn hat, and of course, matches throughout his beard, lit on fire so as to give him the appearance of a devil. These were key accessories in his pirate persona. He was 38, not an especially old man. He had only been a pirate for the last three years, but in that time he'd become known as the most fearsome man on the high seas, all because of the image he presented to the world. This despite the fact that he had never killed a man in his life. But it would only be a few more weeks before his pardon came through from that fool Governor Eden in North Carolina. He would keep up the facade of the fearsome pirate until then, and then he would retire with a new wife to Jamaica or somewhere equally beautiful. Pushing his way out of the cabin, he steeled himself for another day of play-acting. His crew of 20 men were busying themselves about the deck of the adventure. It was the last remaining ship from their fleet of four. The crewmen were his most trusted companions. They would all split the treasure together once they were pardoned. Edward breathed in the crisp, salty air. He was going to miss this life. Everyone on deck turned with a start to see two different slopes approaching from the north. They flew no flags. Merchants, perhaps? But just as they got close, they raised the British flag. Warships from Virginia, they were here to arrest Edward and his men. The pirates all began to panic, but Edward remained calm. He lit the matches in his beard then walked over to the railing. He called out to the nearest ship, hoist your anchor and come aboard, Captain. No one need die here today. We'll take your cargo and send you on your way. The pirates around him snickered and chuckled. Then a serious man wearing a captain's uniform arrived at the bow of the more distant slope. He called out a reply, oh, I'll come aboard but it may not be under the conditions you hope. 
I'm Lieutenant Robert Maynard of the Virginia Colony. I will take you dead or alive, or die trying. Edward grunted. Well, this was turning into a day. Time to put on a show. He growled at his first mate, saying, Bring me wine, so that I may drink to my own damnation. Let me rot in hell if I show these sailors any quarter. Fire all cannons. The pirates scrambled to battle stations as, across the water, the English sailors ran to the oars. They aimed to close the distance. Strange, thought Edward. Did they have no cannons of their own? He smiled, realizing this would be an easy victory. He shouted for his men to fire. Their cannonballs ripped into the nearest slope, killing at least one man that Edward could see and wounding more. However, the other slope rushed toward the adventure. Lieutenant Maynard was closing in. What was he planning? This made Edward nervous. Perhaps a retreat was the better solution. Edward ordered his men to turn away from Ocracoke Island and head inland toward the river. As they did so, he and half the crew fired muskets and pistols at the approaching slope. When the smoke cleared, the deck of the British ship was mostly empty, save for a few wounded men. Edward smiled. Die trying indeed. Maynard and his men must have all been blown overboard. The pirates pulled alongside the slope and prepared to board. Edward led the way, rope in hand, ready to make Maynard's ship his own. He trotted across the deck, grinning at a wounded British sailor leaning against the mast. He was muttering something beneath his breath that Edward couldn't quite hear. He leaned in closer. The man continued to whisper. Then suddenly, he screamed, Now! Maynard and his sailors rushed from below deck, not dead, merely hiding. Edward screamed with rage. How could he have fallen for this? All that was left to do was rush forward and meet Maynard in battle. They crossed blades one, two, three times, but Maynard was too fast. He lunged, stabbing at Edward's belly. However, a cartridge box on Edward's belt blocked the stab, causing Maynard's blade to bend. Edward lashed out, nearly severing Maynard's fingers. The English captain stumbled back, but then smiled. He threw aside his sword, quickly drew a hidden pistol, and fired it into Edward's chest. Stunned, the famous pirate captain stumbled back. He registered a flash of steel from off to his side. One of Maynard's sailors had cut Edward across the face. He turned to the other side, just in time to see a massive Scotsman lumbering forward with a greatsword, heaving his weapon over Edward's head. He brought it down, across Edward's long black beard. As Edward's head rolled across the deck, his last thoughts were of Jamaica and the gold he'd never get to spend.
Next, we'll explore Blackbeard's legacy and the fallout from his death. Now, back to the story. On the morning of November 22, 1718, the infamous pirate Blackbeard was killed off the coast of North Carolina. His death was a warning to all pirates. Their golden age was ending. However, the truth was that Blackbeard was never that fearsome a pirate. His real name was Edward Teach. No one knows for sure where he came from, though the leading theory is that he grew up in Bristol, England. He likely fought in the English Navy against Spain, culminating in his defection in 1715. He spent the next three years as a criminal, invading English ports and raiding English ships up and down the Caribbean. His most famous act of piracy came in May 1718, when he blockaded the North Carolina port of Charleston. He raided five ships and took multiple hostages. But in all of these acts of piracy, there's no record of him killing anyone, though it's possible he was a bloodthirsty killer. All we can say for certain is that he was a shrewd thief. Edward was on his way to a cushy retirement before his encounter with Lieutenant Maynard. Records from North Carolina show that Governor Charles Eden had actually cut a deal with Edward to grant him a pardon in exchange for a cut of his loot. Edward reportedly had 14 wives, and he was perhaps eager to settle down and take another. Governor Eden's pardon was in line with the policies of King George I, who was undertaking a successful campaign of pardoning pirates in exchange for their retirements. According to the Associated Press, there were roughly 2,000 active pirates in the Caribbean in 1718. By 1726, that number had dwindled to 200. They had all taken pardons, betrayed one another, or been killed. After Maynard and his men killed Blackbeard, they mounted his severed head on their ship as a warning to any other pirates they might encounter. Overall, their battle had been very successful. They killed 10 of Blackbeard's men, took nine prisoners, and only lost 10 of their own. That might seem like a high casualty rate, but it was impressive considering how risky the plan had been. When Governor Spotswood of Virginia and Lieutenant Maynard came up with the mission, their goal was to kill Edward before he could be pardoned. They either couldn't stand to see him go free or wanted the notoriety of killing him. The fame would surely further their own careers. This was technically an illegal action. Spotswood had no jurisdiction in North Carolina where Edward was hiding, but he knew that if the mission was successful, no one would begrudge him for killing the king of all pirates. Maynard was especially brave, as the only ships available to him had no cannons. He thus went into battle knowing that it was his crew's swords and pistols against Edward's fully armed ship. However, clever tactics won the day, and when Maynard returned to Virginia, he mounted Edward's head along the James River. The spot became known as Blackbeard's Point and November 22, 1718 became known as the beginning of the end 
of the golden age of piracy. Though we can't help but feel a little admiration for the adventurous spirit of today's criminal, his death was an inevitable turning point in the history of America's coastlines. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. To learn more about Blackbeard, check out our episode of Gone, covering the quest to find his lost treasure. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It's produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound designed by Andy Waits, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Paul Mahler, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Greg Castro. I'm Vanessa Richardson.